Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, it's the AfterBuzz TV Flash After Show. Tonight we're talking about Season 2, Episode 17, called Flashback. We're going to break down the episode, give our thoughts and predictions, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello, hello! I love this song. <laughs> this is the Flash After Show TV. Um, Flash After Show, guys. Um, let's do some quick intros because we have a great episode to discuss. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. I'm Michael Drew. I tweet from Michael underscore Drew, Michael E A L. I'm Tari J Miller. You can find me at Tari J T A R I J A Y. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer or right now in the chat on YouTube talking with you guys and sharing all your thoughts. Yeah, we love hearing from you. You can comment, rate, subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, and of course, during the show, you can tweet at Roxy using hashtag ABTVFlash. Um, I really, really like this episode. It was super fun. But before we get into it, who watched the crossover last night with Supergirl? Oh, yeah. It was so... You know, <laughs> I, I lacked it. I missed it. Just My apologies. Just kidding. Uh, Michael Drew's a purist. <laughs> I'm honest. Yeah. I don't, only Flash. I actually <laughs> think you would really have enjoyed it, though, so you should go and, I will. and watch it. I guess maybe after, before, it doesn't really make a difference, continuity-wise. Yeah. yeah, they're just like the power couple of like the show. I want them to date now, Supergirl and Flash. A lot of people are shipping them online. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be the only one. They look like a couple. Yeah, they're adorable, but I totally love her and Jimmy, so I, I can't. <laughs> go there yet you know just I know there wasn't like a definite crossover from like I'm going to National City to see Supergirl is it National City yes mm-hmm. okay I'm not a freaking watcher Supergirl but I <laughs> like that he was time traveling in this episode kind of it kind of made sense if he like took a break you know in that sense I just thought it was a really fun episode. Like, yeah. I watch Supergirl every week, so I would have watched this regardless. I am curious for people who don't watch Supergirl if this if they understood everything going on. But for me, just watching these two team up and ultimately, if you guys haven't seen it, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but the way that he gets back to our Earth was really cool and their first interaction was so rad. I just love that they're going with it. They're just like, all right, we have these tools in our sandbox. Let's just kind of play with them as we please. It's awesome. And Barry really fit into that world. And uh, he got to have a lot of fun. Like, I felt like uh, not just Barry, but Grant Gustin was able to splash around and play while he was there, which was really fun to see. Yeah, and because he was so fun, it let the parts of the storyline that I didn't get because I don't watch Supergirl, it kind of let me just like forget about it and not care because it was fun. Makes sense. Yeah. I. It was also interesting because I never really was comparing characters on that show to our show, or to Flash, our show <laughs> that we have this is made. my yeah. show. My show, people. Uh, but it, the 
all these shows kind of do have like their very own teams. It's kind of the same setup, whether it's Arrow or Flash or Supergirl or iZombie for that matter. Uh, even Lucifer is like getting his little team together. So I, I like that all the DC shows they they have this little formula they're trying to do. It's cool. They all have like yeah. their own little Scooby gang. They all have their own little group. Yeah, especially over at Supergirl, like she literally has. Uh, not the equivalent to everybody. Almost. Yeah. Though, like, really? She has uh, the tech whiz who in this uh, character named Wynn. Uh, she has the heartthrob who is multiple characters on The Flash. But yeah. They uh, have the na- someone naming the she's characters. She's got the boss. She's got, yeah, the boss character. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also like the jab at uh, The Flash saying, you guys look like the racially diverse cast of a CW show. Yeah, <laughs> that was hysterical and also insisting on calling him the blur. Yeah. Which was, I, I loved it. So, I mean, the rest of the episode was was what it was, but the actual team up was fabulous. I love them so much. Uh, let's get to this episode. Yep. Yeah, something I've seen. (laughs) For Michael here. I was was surprised that they started off the episode saying that what if you're not the fastest man alive? Yeah. Caitlin's always kind of negative, though. (laughs) Yeah, not even, I don't mean negative in a bad way. I mean, she's the more protective one and always trying to kind of like, uh, make sure that nobody's getting hurt physically. So I think she can be a realist in that sense. Like, P.S., we've been doing this for a while, and, like, maybe you're just not the fastest man alive, despite what our introduction said. Yes. episode, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, so I like that. You need, and you need that. You need someone on your team who's going to tell you the truth. Right. Everyone can't be like, no, no, you are the fastest one alive. Just, you know, believe in yourself. You need someone to push you like that. And I love how they always... How he has, it's very vivid that he has people faster than him, so he's always got something to aim for. And I like how they really like made that evident, like the first part of this episode. Yeah, and you know what? We as viewers know that this is based on a comic book, and the comic book has a world, and in that world there is a Superman, etc. Mm-hmm. in DC Comics. But the characters on The Flash don't know any of that backstory. Yeah, they don't true. know that he is the fastest man alive, so I like that we are questioning that. Mm-hmm. Right. It seems very real to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of it like that, but it's a good point. Yeah, me either. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well done, so Jeff. Welcome. That's why we keep you around. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Thanks. <laughs> and I thought that was a cool uh, impetus for this traveling him back in time. What did you guys think about them choosing the Pied Piper episode to insert him into? They clearly had a bigger uh, goal here, which is to bring him back in as a series recurring or regular maybe at some point. Um, I love this character from the get-go, so I like that we found a way to get him back and potentially be involved as an arm of the Scooby gang. Yeah. So I, I think that's really cool. No, Yeah, I, 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 took, I want to co-sign on that. Because in the comic books, Pied Piper's Let me actually, get your signature right here. <laughs> just sign it in. Yes. Uh, he's actually, in the comic book, he's, a, he's kind of like a, a, a member of Flash's uh, group of friends, like down the line, because he started off as a villain. And I like how they inserted him more so in this episode. Yeah. And I love his gloves. His gauntlets are just awesome. Yeah. Anyone who has gauntlets like that, you got to bring him back. Um, I also, uh, not to like predict or anything, but now that yeah. he's back, like it means that we get, we have a chance to kind of train Cisco as well because he and Pie Piper both deal in different frequencies and so I think that might be a good way to kind of introduce us into Cisco's powers. I'm wow. so 
sorry, I did not <laughs> expect for him to like be joining on. You guys are assuming, like, acting like he's going to be like a full fledged member. No, I think that he's going to be our first phone call. Like, we are okay. outsourcing. Phone so, a yeah, yeah. I don't think he's part of the Scooby Gang. I think he is. He obviously knows that the Flash is Barry Allen, so yeah. he's in the know, but I, I don't think he's quite at. Cisco Caitlin level, so uh, yeah, I mean, he was the real Harrison Wells as right hand man for so long. Yeah, he was like the baby Cisco or the original Cisco. OG, <laughs> Frodo, <laughs> Frodo. Um, jumping to the very end of the episode, he said, "I have a very special dinner to go to," and they're like, well, "Well, who is it?" I because some things change in the time travel world, and because the Hartley character has in Pipe Piper has dated Captain Singh, I think in the comics sometimes, I was like, that's what's changed. He's dating Singh. This is like his fiance, and he was going to dinner with him. Yeah. It was not that, of course. It was his parents. <laughs> yes. Which was an interesting choice. Well, it just it, it was such a big moment in the scene that I was like, this is a this is a moment. And then for them to say, Oh, it's my parents, I said, Is that it? <laughs> I just felt like there was a build-up. Right. This is interesting. Death Knight 717 says, um, he's a villain turned hero. He reformed and reconciled with his parents. He's one of Wally's best friends. Yes, right, he's Wally. You're right. So that could be a cool, I don't even want to say, like, playmate of Wally's, but we don't really know anybody that's yeah. friends with Wally except for the people who's racing cars with, with, like, we want to try to avoid that. So yeah, yeah. maybe this could be a, a buddy of Wally's. Maybe. I'm yeah. so fascinated by Wally's obsession with speed. I just can't I wait to see it. where that's going to go. Yeah. That's the intro. It's going to lead us somewhere. Every time yeah. he talks about speed, I'm like, oh, uh, It's uh. awesome seeing that his obsession with speed actually is able to help uh, Barry out tonight when we always see the opposite of that. Barry helping Wally, Barry helping Wally, Wally getting sick of it, Wally storming out. Uh, so this was cool. Like, Yeah. And just when Barry finally got to the other world, I didn't realize we were knocking that Barry out. And to see like the Barry on Barry fight... That was great. There was all like the camera angles about like moving up the fire escape. Uh, some parts of it were you could tell were computer animated, but it was just so cool to watch. I like didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> The the actual choreography during that was awesome. When we got up onto what is that called the fire the fire the fire <laughs> what is that called that you need to live if there's a fire uh, the fire escape when we were just did like a backflip onto that and mm-hmm. whatever those moves were so sick uh, and interesting because way more I feel like we would see that way more often on Arrow. And flash everything speeded up. Here we had it slowed down, and uh, usually Arrow he does all of his fight yeah. choreography. But I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I think Barry was actually like kind of doing some stuff. Maybe like a little bit of a jump. I don't think he really did the full fledged backflip, but <laughs> he looked like he was really in it. Well, I mean, I, I yeah. kind of think it was the uh, exact opposite because I think the whole <laughs> thing was it seemed all CGI. It seemed like the, the whole, whole thing f- to you. Yeah, it seemed the whole fight was CGI, which was cool. Did, I mean, did it you worked mind? for me. Huh? Did you mind? No, I mean, there's some parts where the camera's right on his face and he looked like a cartoon. But it didn't bother me. Like, when they were moving together, it didn't bother me. But, like, you're you're right. I mean, on the face was very apparent. But I I just thought it was such a fun fight. It was an epic fight scene. It was just just a really, like, back and forth epic fight scene that I... I loved. I didn't think it was going to go in that direction for the intro. What are you gasping about, Roxy? We're not there yet. Uh, Do you want to save it? 
Yep. Is this a teaser? Mm, no, it's a, it's a great question that wasn't on my mind. I'll save it for predictions. Okay, and, and I'll take credit for it. <laughs> Just kidding, CJ. I got you later on. Classic. Um, so we finally get to the Starb Labs in this back-in-time world, and I gotta give props to Harrison Wells, because it was so exciting for me to see Harrison Wells back as like the Eobard Thawne version mm. with his glasses and his wheelchair. And I say props to the actor, Tom Cavanaugh. Is it Tom Cavanaugh? Yes. yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Did I get it right? Nailed it. Um, Tom Cavanaugh, because we've seen him all season as Earth 2 um, Harrison Wells. And for me to like be excited to see him again, it just, I think, is like just showing how good of an actor he is yes. and how subtle the changes are. Because right away I said, "Oh my God, it's Eobard Thawne's Harrison Wells," and it's you know it's it's still the same actor. Yeah. He is a vet. He's yeah. a true vet. Yeah. Veterinarian. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. He. I just think he's really good with the animals. Um, no, he, <laughs> you can call her Caitlin. <laughs> just kidding. He, I know you are. I know you're kidding. Um, <laughs> no, he's uh, incredible. He's very talented, and like you said, just those distinct choices he's making. It was so easy for us to tell. If that had been a scene from this season, I would have been like, wait, that's not right. Like, you can place it so easily. Uh, he, he's a very, very talented guy. Oh, yeah. to, to co-sign on that, too. I thought I kind of <laughs> felt the same way with Barry. Even though it was a really small moment when we saw uh, the past Barry, but when he when at the very end when they had those moments of them interacting with each other, he just seemed so much more mature. The one that was coming from the future, yeah. from I mean, our current Barry, yeah. Yeah. he just seemed so much more mature. And I, I think it just show, shows a lot of range between all the actors when you see that back and forth between their past characters and this character. Mm-hmm. Except for Cisco, I think Cisco asked the same. I don't think there's any difference. If Cisco met each other, like, whoa, bro, bro. Is that the final yeah. word on it? Well, I mean, yeah. Cisco acts a little different. We do get that one line. He's like, it's not like I can sense where things are or what they're doing at that time period, whatever. So he has changed. Okay, but when he was uh, Echo, no. What was his Reverb. Earth? Reverb. Reverb. Yeah. Reverb vibe, Echo. When he was Reverb, <laughs> that was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Completely different. But the cool Ebar Thon, yeah, right. <laughs> the Ebar Thon scene where they're squaring off in like the time vault. Oh, that was epic. Oh, it was just like two like people with such authority who respected and feared each other, and I th- I love that scene. It, it was cool seeing the the stronger, better Barry meeting the old Ebar Thon. Yeah, you know, and uh, I I kind of wish he wasn't in the shackles. Right. I was kind of hoping for a fight. A little bit. You know. I liked the, the intellectual duel uh, yeah. a little bit more. Because, one, yeah. I really miss this, th- like, Thon, Because um, he's so crafty and, like, really well put together. And, like, there's so many emotional stakes there that it just, it makes you crave it all the time. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that aspect. So I'm glad that it, ultimately they had to come to a, a mutual agreement. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough because what we attempted to accomplish and I feel like we did accomplish with this episode is going back in time in re-watching something but making it interesting and making it your own so I, I it's it's crazy to me that we're only one season away from that point but we went back and we were fascinated in the storyline part of Pied Piper that we've already seen part of uh, Thawne we've already seen all of these things we've witnessed 
But now coming back, we missed them. We craved them. We wanted that back. And I love that character so much that you're right, that intellectual duel. It was like, oh, wow, I forgot that I I want this. Yeah, I love that for him. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really cool. Totally. And then when they were, were dueling, how he dropped that, we're not the only speedsters out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just like, tell me more, baby. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, there's this other lady speedster that just came to town, but I don't got time for that right now. <laughs> right. There's somebody named Wally something. And I'm <laughs> That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. And then it, when Barry was with other Barry and he woke up and Cisco and Caitlin and well Caitlin gave me the dart well not this Caitlin like that was just a really fun scene yeah, yeah. I think it just could have come <laughs> off as so dumb no, I mean I, th- I thought it was funny I was just when it all got to that convoluted part it just got me scared I was kind of hoping I, I was on this Atari before that uh it would kind of end up where the- no one remembers what happened because it, it kind of makes it uh, more complicated when he comes back. I completely agree. I don't know. I hope we haven't put ourselves up against a wall here. Because I don't know how we're going to live the past year and figure out exactly what's happened. I, I There's no way that can be accomplished in one episode. Especially Barry leaves. He says, P.S. Yo, he totally knows where Ronnie is. Like, just Yeah, it's just yeah. a lot of extra stuff. Starts dropping things, lets them know that he's going to the future. Obviously, Pied Piper joining the team in some capacity. All of these things that are already apparent. What else? Yeah. I think I think they'll sprinkle it in throughout the rest of the season. Like we have about what five episodes left, yeah. so we'll kind of start seeing some ramifications. Five episodes are being spread out through two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through uh, <laughs> an episode every three weeks. Two thousand seventeen. April nineteenth. Are you kidding me, CW? Yeah. I don't know. I don't are know. you kidding me? I don't know why they're stretching it out so much. Um, Forever and home. We're gonna be back April nineteenth with the next episode. Crazy. Do we think that the rest of the season we're gonna be dealing with these like? vestiges from like time change that he's done I don't I actually think it's that's it I don't think they're gonna talk about it again how is it possible that that's the only change that happened I do think that's what we're gonna see Jeff which I don't actually want to see Mm. Uh, I'd rather us kind of just like get a bunch of bricks dumped on us me try to sort it out and then us move forward then like Oh, here's a little nugget, and here's the nugget, mm. and here's the nugget, and P.S. We're going to use this as a loophole because actually that didn't happen, although you guys thought it did because you watched it. Right, right. So I, I hope it just kind of all comes flooded in at once, and then I'm like, all right. I mean, there's a chance that we may not see anything, mostly because since Thon was such an experienced time traveler, he may have been able to correct the time, or at least some parts of the broken timeline in that year before he died or whatever. I would agree, but we already saw Pied Piper. It's true. Fair I, enough. I agree with what you're saying, Roxy, though. I really don't want it spread out anymore. Mm. Just because literally anything is possible mm-hmm. with the time change, and it could it just, it's not a show about time travel. Yeah. That happened. You know, what was that other show called? <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Um, Quantum Leap. Uh, oh, Quantum Leap. You know, yeah. anything was possible. And with this... Um, I mean, like, any Legends of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good No, call. nothing current. <laughs> um, you know, like, I mean, the, like, Iris and him, he could, they could have been married. Joe could have been dead. And I think it's like, it's just, it's going to feel like a gimmick. And because mm. they can pull out anything, it's just going to feel like, well, are we still dealing with this? <laughs> but really, we have bigger things called Zoom to deal with. 
People in the chat have mixed opinions on how we're going to handle the situation. Some people think that there will be no other changes, and some people think that this is going to mess everything up. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, and maybe it's because we've had time travel so many times in the show so far, that I feel like each time it happens, it becomes more... uh, like, I guess, loose in terms of consequences. Because, right, we have it under and, wraps more, right. kind of. And so, like, we get more rules and we get, like... And so, for example, when we had the earlier version of Thawne come back through into the future, mm-hmm. right? And then we end up sending him into the past, etc. Um, I feel like the more we get stuff like that, the more... It's not like, oh my gosh, what's going to change? And it's just like, all right, time travel's weird, uh... Things happen, and then we move forward. So essentially, we just start seeing it as one singular line that people are popping in and out of throughout time, but it, and and less of a circular thing that people keep changing. I'm, wait, I'm trying to understand. Are you? I get what you said. What are your feelings on that? Positive or negative? Um, positive. I like when, especially when time travel is introduced into into a show. I like when it becomes uh, the word I'm, that com- is coming to mind is laissez-faire but that's not the word like when it becomes just a part of the world and it's not like a game-changing thing i think the only problem with that for me is i love our world so much i love iris i love joe west i love who wally's becoming within their family and when we travel so much i feel like it's going to become a show about the flash traveling interesting i don't think it's that we're going to travel so much i think that it'll be used as a necessary plot device at times and i also am with you a bit tari correct me if i'm wrong and what uh, and you disagree with me but i think when you watch these shows you just have to accept it like all right whether whether that actually is what would happen if time travel existed which by the way it doesn't so none of us really actually know what are your data on this um, How can you prove it? <laughs> well, I could show you all of my notes with all the numbers. Um, yeah. uh, my phone book. Do you have a line chart? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. We'll do that next episode. Sorry, we'll get working on that line chart. Right. Uh, uh, so I, I think that it, it's one of those things where, like that freaking episode with the magnets that I never forget, that I always <laughs> mention, and the magnets all go up, and it's like, that's outrageous. That's not what happened. You got to get over it. You got to yeah. move on. And you just kind of have to be like, all right, that was what it was. It was time yeah. travel. I mean, we had, we had, so we had the massive break in the middle of the season and we came back. I think this is the strongest episode since we've come back. And because I enjoyed the episode so much, I was able to let go of little things that kind of made me say, huh? <laughs> like, I'd like that he had a reason for Harrison slash Ebar not to kill him. But the fact that it was like a hidden letter... I just thought there could have been, like, a more creative way to, like, imply that. Do we believe him, even? No, no of course he, he didn't. No, no. <laughs> but he had no choice. He was about to die. I mean, I thought it was quick thinking. Yeah. He was about, like... The whole thing was quick thinking, yeah. saying, like, oh, by the way, you won, and did everything. Yeah. But I just imagine, like, an origami, like, piece of paper underneath Barry's Allen's, like, pillow at night, and he goes yeah. to bed, and he's like, wait, what's underneath this? Oh, a hidden letter. Yeah. <laughs> Bump it around. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, little things like that, like, it, it, mm, it made me say, mm, but it did not, like, bother me immensely. Like, I scheduled a text message to go off if I do not stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in 30 minutes. What kind of precedents in the comics are the time rates? Go ahead. I No, I've never seen the time rate in the comic. I've never, I didn't. 
Um, I haven't seen it either. Like, there's, I think the closest thing is, um, what is it called? Like, Black Flash, the, like, the Flash of Death, the one that, like, takes all speedsters away. Um, that seems like the closest thing, especially in terms of its design, because it was, it did, if you, like, when they had the close-ups, it was basically, like, wearing an old Flash suit, Mm. um, and it was just, like, a skeletal version of a Flash, or, like, of a speedster. Oh, interesting. I liked this device, but it didn't feel very our universe to me. It it felt like we were combining a show with our show. I don't. But I, when it came, I was like, "Huh." Well, I. Uh, it did feel like it came a little bit out of nowhere. I think it was the graphics, because like they said, it was very Harry Potter esque. Yeah. Mm. And it felt of that world. It was the most magical thing we've ever seen beyond the Legends Tomorrow villain who right. battled. You know, we're not dealing with magic stuff usually. There's like a scientific, even a broad scientific excuse for a lot of things. Even if it is magic, it was this was very fantastical. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't hate it, but it, I couldn't stop staring at it. Right. I agree. I did not hate it, but I think that we're getting more into that world. And I feel like maybe we're just kind of being eased into it over time. The magic wands and a hawk girl and now the time Constantine going on arrow, right, which is right, the right. same. Yeah. And I think that like, I'm excited for that actually. I'm looking forward to it. I was, I was kind of hoping for more of an explanation about a time race. Me too. That's what, that's what I felt was lacking. Do you think it's coming maybe? Maybe this is just an introduction to something that will be an ongoing problem? No, because there's no one else to give the introduction. Well, if yeah. Barry does it again, if anybody else ever time travels, we have multiple speedsters. Uh, it could also be, what they described it this episode, traveled through time and doesn't know what they're doing. It, they could build on that. Cisco could say, you know, like, oh, and that means this and this, and they're here for that. I guess it's like, kind of like time police. Yeah. Mm. Like time demonic. A ranger Polish maybe, police. like a time ranger. Mm. I, just, mm. I just, yeah. It, there was a definite fantastical element on it. I wonder if anybody was bothered by that or not. It just was not of this show. I think you're very much correct in that. Right. I mean, the only thing that I could see it, like actually connecting into the world that we've established, is if the time wraiths are created by like the time masters and they're like some they're like the kraken of the time masters yeah. something oh. to that effect but like that's that that would be that's like, sick yeah that's, that's kind of crazy Tari you just wrote a whole new damn season <laughs> yeah but how awesome would that be if we got a hint of that tonight like yeah. even if they mentioned one of the time masters that mm. we've met or anything like uh, ha- sent this or right. whatever that would have been so cool We'll see. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. You should yeah. write for the show. <laughs> Congratulations. Let everyone know. Start tweeting. You've got yeah, the job, start your campaign. Sir. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and so we did make it back to our Earth with the Tachyon Enhancement uh, algorithm, formula, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm excited to see how that plays out. There looked like there was a lot of information when they projected it out. They were like, we have the key now. And I was like, do we? I know. I don't know. Where what it is. is it? It's like four times five. Like, all right, there it is, guys. <laughs> More details, please. Yeah. Well, the I, I guess the Supergirl uh, crossover kind of, in a way, spoiled or, or gave hints of where it's going. In that, in when he comes into, uh, yeah, when he comes into her dimension, he's wearing a device like what was on the Reverse Flash's yes. outfit. Yes. Huh. So, I mean, that might be the way he breaks through. 
saying it. Mm. Accidentally. <laughs> they said it was an accident, right? When yeah. he showed up on her Earth? Yeah. So as far as we know, that was in Earth 3. That's just what, nobody's referred to it as that but me, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just quoting to keep, you, Roxy. To keep, my, <laughs> to keep my mind straight, I mean, we're calling Flash Arrow Earth, Earth 1. Then we're calling wherever we went where Joe West is dead, Earth 2. Right. And then Supergirl would be Earth 3. Okay, and then within these Earths, Grodd and... Is it Earth 2? It was yes. Earth 2. And was, what was the city? Grodd City? No. Gorilla City. city. Gorilla City. Earth 2. So probably turn it to Grodd City. Right. Yeah, right. So that's Earth 2, we think. We actually, we probably know. No, yeah, it's Earth it's 2. Earth two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder, you know, like some lawyers watch How to Get Away with Murder and they're like, this is garbage. Or doctors watch Grey's Anatomy. I wonder what like scientists who know these formulas know when they're like projecting the formulas out. X would never go in that yeah. location. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, that's the formula for like... <laughs> like you Vinegar. Know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is hand lotion. Vinegar oil. Tar is our scientist. We could just ask him. <laughs> Okay, well, I uh, think they're relatively <laughs> accurate, I'd say, especially for all these theoretical physics. Now you know how to time travel out here. I do, yeah. yeah. Oh, just my God. Just by reading the equation on the board. Mm-hmm. What if he just did it? We even know. I knew. He, he kicked me under the Is table. Is that why you brought it up? Yeah. Okay, cool. I knew. Hey, stop he actually took me with him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if we're done with the bit, we can move back to our... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done I, now. I want to discuss the Eddie moment. By far and away, my favorite moment of the entire episode. I have some issues with it. Okay, start, <laughs> and then we're all going to negate what you're going to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't think, like, if she's trying to get over her dead ex, showing her a video of him confessing how much he misses her and loves her, or, or, or how much she means to him, I don't know if that's helpful. It's helpful because of the words she said. I don't even know if that's... Maybe, but if <laughs> if he was still alive, this isn't helpful. Getting over your ex by watching videos is not helpful. Getting over somebody who is dead, you don't really get over from them. You yeah. move on. You mm. move forward. And I think that this is what she needed to help move forward. If you ever listened to, because they say the first thing that goes is sound. For You can't remember the way somebody sounds. Mm. And after a while, that starts to eat at you. And I And I'm sure she's looking through these photographs and just like, trying to remember his voice and looking for anything because it was her best friend. So I don't think she's looking at this as like a way to re-fall in love with him. This is just something like he wants her to be happy. She has a little bit of closure and oh my God, I thought it was so beautiful. I don't even actually know all the words he said. I just like saw his face and started bawling because that feeling just you could see it in her. Oh, so good. That was a good explanation. Thank you. That was very good. I'm not going to lie to you. That was really nice. Um, I just think that in terms of, like, if she's trying, it just seems that she missed him and she was having a hard time not missing him. Right. I would just think that that would make her miss him more. Yeah. Probably you know? a little. Like I, would, like, I wouldn't do that. Like, if I knew you were going through something, I wouldn't be like, oh, she's trying to forget. I'm not trying to forget him, but she misses him a lot, so let me just give her something that's going to make her miss him even more. Here you go. Right. I just don't know. But no, it's not that's... about missing. It's about this is a beautiful, happy memory <laughs> that is now the first thing she's going to think of when she thinks about Eddie for the next six months. Yeah. I, I, I'm go sure. ahead, Tari. Sorry. I guess I get, I get what you're saying mostly because it was preceded by... When are you going to move on? And then he gives her this video. So I guess that line kind of speaks to what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it, I thought the moment had a lot of heart, so I see what yeah. they're saying as well. I mean, I, I, I'm i not the authority on grieving, but, like, 
I think that N- nor am I or, or, or yeah. none of us. Actually, yeah, so me I too, actually. Say, <laughs> um, well, I will say this: time is obviously going to be the best thing to help her because as she gets older and she becomes thirty and forty and fifty, Eddie in her mind is going to stay the age he was when he died. He's going to be about twenty nine, mm-hmm. and so that time will be amazing for the grieving process. But until then, these happy memories are going to help her move on. Right. It's only been a year. And, like, for us, I feel like it's been so long. But this poor girl, she's been through a lot. And I I think that you're right. It might make her miss him more. I think that's okay. I think she's allowed to miss him more while also pursuing other people. And 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 so I. And, and, Dating her boss, which she's like, well, it's not really like that. And it is. Yes, it Apparently, is. it's totally <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that's a whole other thing. And by the way. <laughs> yes, say yeah. something. Sorry, because you know I've been angry about this all week. To anybody out there in the Twitter universe who was talking about Iris's boss obviously assuming it was a date because of her attire, because of it being low cut, go legitimately, like, <laughs> do something not good to yourself. Because I, that is so rude. Yeah. She's the most beautiful person. She's allowed to dress however she wants, but she does look very professional. Okay, that aside, though, there's nothing wrong with what she was wearing. Yeah, she, was right. dressed, she was dressed regularly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She was dressed very professional, so I don't think she... I just want to say, I don't think she, like, was saying anything to her boss, and he... Went over the top, but yeah, no. now yeah. it seems like she actually does like him. So you're exactly no, right. Yeah. I mean, unless your unless your shirt says "This is a date," there's <laughs> nothing about what you yeah. wear that implies anything's a date. Right? Yeah. I should get myself one of those. <laughs> it would probably avoid a lot of awkward conference. You know, like, you know why we're here. <laughs> yeah. I'm married. I think. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I like the reminder that this was just a year ago, like you said, Roxy, because that. It's her fiance. This would stay with her for a long time. So I like that reminder that like this is still an issue. We're still mm-hmm. figuring it out. And That's true. it's not her fiance who got sick and she sat by his bedside every day and they talked everything through. He he killed himself. Sacrifice, yeah, and he sacrificed, sacrificed himself. Sudden, everybody, yeah, right. But, Sorry, as that would happen. Right. Sudden. <laughs> no, but you're right. Suddenly, and so she she didn't get that. Yeah. So I think that this was so selfless of Barry to do. To bring it back and to give her advice on these dating relationships. The whole thing is kind of like, you guys know, because we think they might end up together. It, it's a little weird, well, yeah, but yeah. very yeah. selfless. And to go off that, this is such a show of love that Barry, he had, had no part, if this part of the episode could have been taken away and nothing would have changed, right? It was like a bonus for us. Um, and it was just the most massive gift, yeah. I think. And it just put it in my head that while they care about each other and while like when they do end up together because I do believe they will they're going to be an amazing couple yeah, it's real love it's, it's real genuine so supportive yeah. selfless yeah. love yeah, yeah. Is, yeah and I'm just I'm like ready to see that because I think it's going to be really special I'm crying <laughs> I, cried, I cried during the episode during the Eddie part none oh. of you guys turned around I kind of wanted you to see my tears <laughs> like Nobody why cared. should we cry I, I almost cried but Thugs I, can't. I cried once. I could hear them as they hit the ground. <laughs> it's a thug rule. We yeah, can't yeah, cry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of like selfless first people, uh, I wouldn't consider Harrison that, but 
in the pursuit of this entire season, the pursuit of rescuing Jesse Quick, his daughter, he did everything possible. He met with the devil, aka Zoom. He worked with him. Everything was about that. So I really feel horrible for yeah. him that now she's got on her bus and gone off. Kind of makes you a little more upset at, at how she was reacting to him last week. Yeah. And, and me, me personally. I don't I can't speak for anyone. Yeah, me. And now he's like searching for her constantly. I said like he gave everything for you, baby. He did. Yeah. But I think that exact what she's doing right now is what whether we believe what she needs, she definitely believes she needs it. Somebody who doesn't want to be found, it's yeah. way easier to hide than it is to find somebody. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that he can't in a city where'd you, where'd you go, Opal City? Yeah. It, this isn't even his earth. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. where the, where's he even look? He doesn't even know. Somebody's like, Opal City, he's got to pull out a freaking map. Yeah. And she's also a teenager. You know? That's how teenage kids act. They don't make sense. Who she is? <laughs> yeah. I, she confused I, me I all think time, we've so. decided her age is 20. But I'm, I'm going to go with 19. 19? 18 or 19. <laughs> 19 and a half. I gotta Every keep time that I say I an age, everybody corrects me. <laughs> and last we heard she was 21, but then we saw she couldn't drink at the bar. So she, she's not that. Yeah. Right, yeah. She's 59, guys. <laughs> I think 59 is the final word. So we're yes. going to segue to predictions. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tari. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So, in the preview coming up, we see that Zoom is back. We see that Jay is back as Zoom. We see him like saying Zoom's words out of his voice, you know, with Zoom's uh, voice. And then we also saw that um, Jay with like a big hairy beard and they were calling him a serial killer. So I'm just trying to wonder at this point, how many Jays are there? Like, And they were calling a hunter. They were calling him Hunter yeah. Zolman. Oh, they called him Hunter Zolman, yes. Yeah. So, Which doesn't make sense, if I can say, because Zolman sounds like a Jewish last name. There have never been a single Jewish serial killer. <laughs> so, so like, a I'm A lot of Nobel BS. Prize winners, just saying. David yeah. Markowitz. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So, what does this have to do with our benchman? I was about to ask the same thing. I don't know. The guy, <laughs> the guy that we introduced as Hunter Zolman on the bench, the artist or whatever he was. He's an answer to something, though. He's got to be. Right? No, right? I don't think he's an answer. I think he is something. But maybe that. Maybe we just said the same thing. Well, no, I mean, maybe him being something is. Yeah, he's, oh, I'm just saying he's got to lead somewhere. Like when finding him is going to be yeah. something. Right. I just am wondering at this point, all signs lead to. I'm wondering if the Jay Gurk that we knew was in fact bad. We don't know that. You know, he we saw him dead, and like the zoom pulled off his mask and it was Jay's face. But if there's a thousand Jay Garricks or Hunter Zolmans, this guy could have genuinely been good. Or right. at some point, it could have switched. Uh, I I agreed with you. However, the previews for next week make me think otherwise. I but think I we got burned. We won't know. And we by next week, I mean April next. You know, we can't right. ask him. It's all going to be all hearsay now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's true. I, I'm going to go with. I think the. I think. I don't know if anyone made this assumption already, but I think the serum that he took, V9, V8, Loss of V9. V6, yeah. Oh, did he? V8 splash. <laughs> V8 uh, tropical. Uh, the V that he took, I think it somehow led to him having a split personality. He was split. Right. And the J they had was a good J. I think it was a real, genuine yeah. good J. But then again, why didn't he tell them? Why didn't he say anything? He so, was a big secret keeper. 
Yeah. 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 But that Secret could, life of Jace. It's part of the reason why I, I think you're onto something, because why else would we have spent an entire episode last week showing what V9 does to somebody's personality? So I think that could have been some foreshadowing there. Fascinating. Maybe um, Jay was showing who he showed uh, Caitlin Hunter Solomon, right? Solomon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he was doing that as kind of like a he was leaving a clue for her because he couldn't maybe for some reason he couldn't tell her the the whole story, so he was just leaving her a clue that when so when it goes down, he's the key. Mm. You have to find that guy. Perhaps that's the best thing you said all night. Well, <laughs> they're they're in there. They're, Roxy, they're in what there. was that thing you were laughing yeah, at earlier? Yeah, I um I was I don't know if I was laughing, but it excited me. So maybe just like very giddily smiling. Oh, uh, what was the thing that excited you that you're getting smiling about? Great question, Jeff. Uh, this is coming from CJ Houston, who said, "Do you guys think Barry changed things to where Wally has powers now?" Wow. So him going back in time and whatever he did actually affected something with Wally. I do not know how we could prove that unless he at this moment has powers. And it's like, well, he's had it all along. And I do not think the writers would do that to us. I think the like, learning process of, oh my God, I have powers. How do they work? Is too exciting for viewers to watch. But we have seen it before. We have seen the eye of powers. How does it work? So maybe they just think like, all right, we already did that. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And in addition from the chat, Dark Biocloud said, she's going to come back as a speedster, referring to Jesse when she eventually does come back from Opal City. Hmm. Hmm. Possibilities, maybe. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Houston. Uh, CJ Houston, like the city. Come on, Roxy. Sorry, CJ. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I think... I mean, you're East Coaster, though, so... So what? Uh, Houston. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, that's right. That's true. That's what I... Right. I, I blew but it, I though. get you, though. I blew it. You know how writers and producers pay attention to how much people like characters and don't like characters? For example, Felicity, we loved in the Arrow, and they made her a series regular... Mm-hmm. Unintentionally, they were like uh, intentionally then, but originally she was a one episode girl. Right. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the viewers did not fall in love with Jesse Quick as intended or as much as needed, and I wonder if we're not going to ever see her become her speedster potential for that reason. No, because they wrote her character as so frustrating that they had to know they were doing that. Really? Yeah, I think she. We we're supposed to feel about her exactly how we feel right now, which is like, oh, girl, come on. I don't right. think everybody, anybody like hates her. I think that people were just annoyed by her. Yeah. Right. I mean, it could also be an amazing transformation when she comes back and is like, look, I have powers and I'm fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a good starting place for her to have an arc, you know? Because uh, everyone has to start somewhere. Um, start I just, it from the bottom. Yeah. I, yeah. Now we're speedsters. I just wonder if that... Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. I, I will always support an arc. <laughs> I just wonder if I'll care. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I will give anybody a chance. And just like I'll give you guys a chance to say goodbye. Is there anything else you guys want to say? That's it. No. Nope. Fantastic. Let us know where we can find you on the social media so we can continue the conversation till the 19th. Roxy? You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And thank you guys for joining me in the chat live today. You're so awesome, as always. Um, we're there every single Tuesday, 9 p.m. Pacific time, up starting April 19th, I guess. Yep. 
And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I'm Michael Drew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L. Cool. And I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. We'll see you next time. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.